Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge uh, to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. Um uh, the times they are the cha- they are changing, but yet they are remaining so so much uh, the same. There is no question about it. Times they are changing, but they are remaining the same. Still fighting the same type of hypocrisy from um, ideologues that we have been fighting for such a long time, and it is. Um, sad sometimes when you're not able as uh, a person who is all of us are ideological in our own way we may not be people who express our ideology may not even know that we are ideologically uh, ideological ideological we may not know that about ourselves but you are sure you are that's why you just you choose a neighborhood that you want to live in or or, or, or even a, a shirt that you want to wear or something of that nature. You're promoting or uh, strengthening a particular ideology that you have about yourself. And your clothes make a statement. Uh, even if you are uh, homeless, uh, you have a choice of whether or not you accept uh, clothes, gifts, food, whatever that's given to you or not. That's based on your ideology, your homeless ideology. There's codes among everything and everybody. There's no question about that. There's codes among everything and everybody. And what we're seeing now in America, what we're seeing emerge in America is a uh, code that is, um, Emerging, and uh, that code is tribal in nature. Now, um, we may be divisive by design, really, in this country over skin color and all that kind of thing. But I tell you something: I, I see, I do see a silver lining in this. If uh, the Marxist socialists who would want to divide us. They're the ones who want to divide us. Uh, I see a silver lining in this. If in fact, um, it is not totally destroyed by those who are 
Marxist and socialist in this country, like Bernie Sanders, Ocasio-Cortez, and the Democrat Party. And that is, we have going on continually a situation now in America where it 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 all you wake up you look out your window you go outside if you get in your car you go somewhere you drive down the street whatever you're in a mode of surviving as an individual surviving as a family a city what happens if this comes to my city what happens if this happens in my family what happens if this happens to me so it brings us more into focus as individuals who are citizens of a community. On a larger scale, it brings us into focus of being a national, a nation that is faced with a problem. And we face it that way. It, it, it takes the color out of it, doesn't it? Huh? It does. It takes the color out of the situation, doesn't it? When you're faced with that one thing that has no respect for color or station in life. And that's what America was intended to be a nation um, created for, although our humanity gets in the way, and it always does. Humanity gets in the way of a lot of things. Sure, it does. It got in the way of America being the ideal that it was intended to be because humanity gets in the way of those things. But viruses eliminate that type of foolishness, don't it? Don't they? Bombs, when you take down Twin Towers, that eliminates that kind of foolishness, doesn't it? Because it had nothing to do with, had nothing to do with race, did it? Huh? Takes that totally out of the equation. It has to do with people attacking your set of principles. We have many different ideologies in America, but we do have a common set of principles <laughs> And one of them does indeed hinge upon what we have come to know as the words of Jesus Christ, the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love your neighbor as yourself. And the neighbor is different than you are and he has corona well you what do you what would you do for yourself well you protect yourself against being a carrier or a spreader of it and that's all that's being asked when we talk about not gathering together it, my, my goodness It rains on the just, my friends, and the unjust. Their garden is watered, too. 
And the same blight that affects my garden can affect yours or theirs. We need to keep that in mind because we lose sight of that often. So, you Christians out there, um, many times, yes, let me uh, be the first to let this cat out of the bag because uh, it's one that really shouldn't be in in a bag. It should be common knowledge that even though Christian people should live and do live victorious lives in the spirit that we have that connects us directly with our God through Jesus Christ. The risen Savior is, as I believe, of the, the entire world. If only you would receive him. But when we look at um, living that in the spirit victoriously, I want the rest of the world to understand that Christians live in the flesh, live in their skins, live in this physical world as well. The only thing that we believe and the only way that we have overcome the same things that you struggle with daily is not necessarily in a physical way, but in a spiritual way, we have transcended it and it gives us peace in the midst of uh, a need or a desire to have despair. It gives us peace. Yes, we can get coronavirus just like everyone else can. But the peace that we have is that uh, God is with us. Even in, through, with, around, over the coronavirus, the peace that we have, the joy that we have, and that's the joy that I have uh, in my life right now, the passing of my wife, the only thing that's causing me to maintain my sanity is the joy and the peace that I have through my faith. And that's something that um, we're, we're seeing happen in the midst of this despair that's going on. Max Lucado, and I've read a lot of Lucado, uh, Lucado's books. Um, Pastor Max Lucado on uh, Newsmax TV, he urged Americans to heed warnings against large gatherings, but to stay connected and keep each other encouraged and built up. That makes sense, doesn't it? That's doing unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's following a principle that should not be shaken in loving thy neighbor as yourself, his children, his mother, his grandparents, as you would love your own. Um, Lucado said 
this just gives us an opportunity to get creative with our faith. And I, I, I'm absolutely in uh, agreement with that. Because we, we're going to have to become more creative with our faith. And this will help us avoid despair. There's no question about that. Um, fortunately, we live in a day and age, um, an opportunity to talk to somebody just via the Internet. Computers uh, will find ways to keep each other encouraged and will find ways to keep each other built up. I think what's important is just avoid despair. We keep praying. We keep trusting. And God's going to create a way for us to stay connected. And he will. I absolutely believe that. And it's also for for you who are Christians, like I am, to expand upon helping people understand that you are in this world, but not necessarily of it, which means that there are things in this world that, yes, do affect your pocketbook. It affects... uh, Yes, your child and their schools. It affects you at the gas pump and at the the, uh, grocery store, just like it affects everyone else. But however you live in through the challenge, already knowing that you are victorious. And friends, I I tell you what, I, I just could not live my life any other way than to spend it every day with Jesus because it's sweeter than the day before. (laughs) Oh yeah. First song I ever learned every day with Jesus sweeter than the day before. But, but friends, this is an opportunity here for us as Americans to know each other better, regardless of our differences. This is something we all have in common. And regardless of what we may believe sets us apart and keeps us apart, regardless of that, oddly enough, this virus is something we all have in common. It can affect all of us and our families in the same way. You may just get a little old, you know, something resembling a common cold from this if you get a coronavirus, but it'll kill your grandmother. It'll kill your grandparents. It'll kill your aunt. It'll kill the old guy next door. That's the problem. Yeah, the old guy next door most likely has the flu shot. But he doesn't have the coronavirus shot. And he's 65 and older, it'll kill him. Could, if he's not healthy. It could kill your cousin who uh, is a chronic asthmatic. It could kill him or her. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love your neighbor as yourself. Stay encouraged is 
the battle cry and encourage others as you go along. Avoid, as Lakato, Max Lakato uh, gives instruction here, uh, avoid despair. And that's one of the things I honestly try to do in my life is stay away from stinking thinking negative people. Zig Ziglar, mentor of mine, um, stay away from stinking thinking negative people. Because they create despair and thoughts of despair. Stay away from that. Avoid people who are seemingly in despair. Also, my friends, uh, when we think about um, the opportunities that this opens up for us. As Americans, to understand what it means, America first. I think we, I think the opportunity is golden. I think it's absolutely golden. Our young people have forgotten, and maybe they never have known, what it is to consider America first, your homeland first. But this is a teachable moment where we can help people, all of us as citizens, realize that at this moment in time, this place founded on Judeo-Christian ethics and principle, uh, we should try and preserve it first. Oh, absolutely. Now, the White House, and we're going to talk about this in the next segment is seeking $850 billion in an economic stimulus for virus response. And I want to go through with you what is available to you and what is coming available to you if you happen to be affected by Corona. And again, we're seeing things happen in record speed. It's almost, I think tomorrow will be 60 days that we first heard of this somewhere in America. I think I've been 60 days. We first heard of this and here's 60 days later. Um, we've had deaths, but it's not as bad as it could have been. If the president had not reacted in the way he did react to closing our doors to those who might be coming from the region of the world where this was spawning. And, of course, the Chinese are mad at him for saying such a thing. I'm CL. This CL Bryant show. We'll be back with more in just a couple of minutes. Don't you go anywhere. Be right back.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Concern to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. with you on this great day in the USA. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant. And um, I was saying to you when we left that uh, there is um, a, a push from the White House Um in seeking $850 billion in economic stimulus for virus response. Now, uh, this is where that is. The White House uh, was asking, is asking Congress on, on Tuesday to, um, this past year, to approve a sweeping emergency stimulus package to help businesses and taxpayers cope with the economic fallout of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, It's the most far-reaching economic rescue package since the Great Recession of 2008. Now, Treasury Secretary uh, Stephen Mnuchin planned to outline uh, the roughly $850 billion package to um, Senate Republicans at a private lunch with officials aiming to have Congress approve it this week. So we're looking at what would it do now? You know, what what does this do? Uh, The Senate will not adjourn until we have passed a significant and bold new steps above and beyond what the House has passed to help our strong nation and our strong underlying economy weather this storm. That's Mitch McConnell. McConnell's wanting very swift action on this. Now, Bigger than the 2008 bank bailout or the 2009 Recovery Act, the White House proposal aims to provide a massive tax cut for wage earners, $50 billion for the airline industry, and relief for small business. Now, uh, Put a pin right there because Nancy Pelosi tried to uh, put into this bill as well uh, abortion funding. And she was called out for it, and I think that got shot down. Got to make sure that did because, uh, you know, you slip, slip the viper in with this. I mean, you, you're, you're only hurting ourselves. Okay. 
Now, the White House hopes the pressure will, uh, the measure, this measure will pass quickly, possibly this week, an enormous political undertaking. It is. And um, as the administration is scrambling to contain the economic fallout of the uh, severe disruption of the American life from this outbreak, and and folks, that's what's happened. Uh, There has been a severe disruption of our life and lifestyle, American life and lifestyle. There has been a severe disruption of that due to this outbreak. And, of course, as I was saying to you a couple of days ago, that, uh, hey, it is also amazing to think about how easily we are maneuvered into various positions that government wants us to be in. This one I do believe by necessity, and I'm uh, glad that we are able to see uh, the importance of protecting our loved ones, ourselves and our loved ones against this. I also am, uh, am able to see how easily it is to maneuver us and how to position us in, in places and in, in ways that, um, you know, we may not just ordinarily think are easy to put us into, a position to put us into. But do you do you do you see the position that you're in right now, Americans? Huh? Do you see the position that you're in? You no longer call the shot. Not really. You can do what you want. Yeah, you can. But now if you are labeled a person who becomes a a menace to society, there's something that we have to do for you and do with you as well. That's the position you're in. And so the narrative, the, the definition of terms is not necessarily yours. <clears throat> you're going along with them. You're co-signing them. Pardon me. But we're co- you're co-signing those, those definitions for the way you live your American life right now. But the, the definitions of those terms are not necessarily yours. You're going along with them. Okay, uh, stay off the roads. Those are not your terms, but you're going along with them. Whoever's defining them, we're going along with whoever's defining those terms for you. Yeah. And that's the way society works. You make decisions on whose terms you agree with or maybe closest to yours. And not spreading this, staying healthy and keeping people alive is very close to my philosophy on life. Staying alive myself. That's that's very close to my philosophy on life. And so when uh, the government says, hey, uh, we need to not uh, infect people, we need to protect ourselves, protect our families, protect the elderly. Uh, and uh, you really get me when you uh, start saying, you know, protect the uh, greatest generation and those that are still alive and the children of the greatest generation. Hey, I'm all in. I'm all in. Into doing that. And I do believe it's a way of teaching a bit of Americana. 
So uh, avoid people who will bring you down. I guess uh, if we were to paraphrase and put into a nutshell what uh, Max Lucado is saying, avoid uh, that. And, of course, um, the president's White House is seeking a stimulus package bigger than the one that uh, launched the Tea Party. I had to throw that in there because uh, there's going to be rumblings. But this stimulus package at a different time is bigger than the one that launched the outrage of the Tea Party. But now we're going to have our critics. Uh, I've been a Tea Party. I was proud to be a Tea Partier then. I'm proud to be a Tea Partier now. People are going to say, how come y'all are not, you know, raising hell about this? And I'm going to do a whole show on that because, pardon me, pardon me. Um, the times are, they have, they are changing from a time where, um, we were actually being reckless with our money and our spending to a time where it is necessary to preserve who we are. You see, the businesses that Trump, and not Trump, that uh, Bush and Obama and McCain signed on to bail out. McCain, too. Uh, Obama and McCain were running for president. And if you will recall, George W. Bush Walker, uh, George uh, uh, Walker W., he called them into the White House to sign on to uh, the um, stimulus. And they both did, which meant that whoever became president between Obama or McCain, they would have to uphold the Bush doctrine because they signed on to it. And they did. And it was just not and see this is where many people misunderstand the founding or the the um, the kickoff of the Tea Party. It wasn't just uh, it wasn't had really nothing to do with Obama or him being the first black president or anything like that it had nothing to do with it. It had to do with him having signed on to that stimulus package, knowing that he was obligated to uphold what George W., what W. had put into motion. And folks, if I can tell you, and you may not believe it, uh, you know, that's okay. You don't have to believe it. But if McCain had become president, the Tea Party was still been just as vir- uh, uh, loud, had been just as virile, have been just as loud and potent. Oh, yeah. In fact, if McCain had become president and uh, had asked for this kind of money, we may have actually been more vocal than we were against Obama. That's the reality of it. Because it was never about Obama's race or uh, it was about his policy. 
that it was a polling that actually begun with George W. Bush, who's far from being the first black president of the United States. Never did understand the social, the media, social media, the news media never did give the Tea Party an even break on that. It was never about Obama. It was about policy. And if McCain had become president, he may have uh, suffered even greater um, affront to him than Obama did because he was Republican. What is happening to the Democrat Party now could be happening to the Republican Party if McCain had become president of the United States. Yeah. Because um, the Tea Party would not have sat still for the antics of John McCain, who um, what he called the Tea Party's loony birds or something like that. You know. The same thing that's happening in the Democrat Party as far as revolution is concerned could actually be happening uh, in a different way than it is because Donald Trump definitely has bought, uh, brought um, revolution in his own way to the Republican Party. In fact, you could actually call this a Trump revolution. What we're seeing happening in our nation, you could call it a Trump revolution, easily call it a Trump revolution, because things have changed in the Republican Party. Things have changed in the way politics is done, period. Things have changed. Oh, yeah, they have changed. And you can call it the Trump revolution, because I do believe that's what has changed it. And so um, when we, as, as we, as we press forward, when we press forward, as we begin to press forward, let's look at um, the new proposal is beyond the House's estimated $100 billion aid package of sick day pay, emergency food aid, and free virus testing that was approved over the weekend and is pending before the Senate. Now, um, we've got plenty of work to do. We've got a lot to work, work, work to do. Mnuchin, Steve Mnuchin, um, has talked about and is talking about. And now Congress will be rushing to pass to a massive sweeping response to the virus outbreak that is rewriting American way of life. Yeah. And, um, we are looking at the Congress and the White House at a pivotal, pivotal moment in the crisis and in an election year. And friends, I think sometimes maybe we do lose sight of how this may affect the election because um, 60 days, two more months, uh, maybe before we begin to actually talk about all clear unless, you know, something God uh, comes and heals our land and he can, he will. We're praying that he will. That's always our prayer. But I do believe also that there is something that we must uh, 
learn from this. Oh yeah, this this is is happening not just uh, for you know try long so just cause you know no this is happening for a purpose. We're to learn something from this. And one thing I think we ought to learn is that if this becomes the norm, if virus attacks become the norm, then you know one thing, it is not something that is that you can ignore as far as the orchestration of it is concerned. Yeah. Who is orchestrating? If this becomes the norm, we have to ask who then is orchestrating this. There's no doubt about why, but it's always interesting to know who. Why usually works itself out. Who is always interesting. It has altered American life. I was thinking about going out and getting maybe a chicken sandwich of some sort from a fast food place. I've been eating in uh, here myself the last couple of days, and I was just thinking about that. But, you know, the main thing that was behind my that was in the back of my head and the paranoia that I can know without a doubt is setting in not only to me, but also to you and other Americans is who's handling my food. This is opening up uh, thoughts, ideas that we just brushed off, never really took seriously. It was like dropping your cookie on the floor, pick it up, blow on it, go ahead and eat it, as long as you did it within five seconds. (laughs) that's the way you thought about going out getting fast food you know anything can happen but me that's why I thank God for my food and I ask him to bless it before I eat it (laughs) because through the years only he knows what we have borne as far as fast food is concerned. But I decided not to because like you, like everybody else, I'll wait and see what happens next. Homestretch C.L. Bryant show. I'll be back. Don't you go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving So you Change my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you clean me up. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA from sea to shining sea across the globe. The CL Bryant show is being broadcast. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation daily, 1205 until 2 p.m. in the East every day right here on my flagship station, our flagship station, Red State Talk Radio, uh, the largest talk platform in uh, the nation, most listened to as well. And I want to thank Loving Liberty and also um, Liberty Roundtable for inviting us into their families as well. Home stretch now of the C.L. Bryant show. And um, it looks like we are going to see something much well larger, larger than tarp um, <clears throat> pass in both the House and the Senate. Um, here pretty soon. And um, it was put together, TARP was, by George W. Bush but and his administration, and it provided money for the auto industry bailouts. You know, General Motors, Chrysler, and um, all of that money for the banks and the auto companies was paid back. All of that money was paid back. Um, but right now, friends, we don't know, uh, especially since this is something humane, we don't know who to look to, and that's going to be the question that's going to be asked. As far as this money is being spent, I mean, this has to be emergency funds that is not expected to be paid back that, of course, we contribute to, that is contributed to yearly because of emergencies that can happen like is happening. I don't think this money is going to be paid back. And, of course, the people who are we bailing out? We're bailing out ourselves. We're bailing out us. And so, my fellow Americans, there's a scramble. In fact, it's a global scramble. 
underway for life-saving ventilators. Because, as I was saying, this virus, this disease, has no, shows no respect of persons. Do you hear me? Um, Edris Alba, Tom Hanks and his wife, came down with coronavirus. And the bad thing about this is there's so many other people who have it. You may have it. You may have it. Right now, you may have it. There are so many people who do have it who will not be tested because it is not severe enough to them to see a doctor. They they have felt much worse than they feel right now. But the problem is they're not staying home. They have it, but they don't know they have it just because they don't feel real bad. It's not, it's not something, unless you are in that uh, red target area, someone who has an existing illness uh, or someone who is elderly and, and not well, unless you're in that target area, you're not going to know you have anything. Now, what's going to happen since, of course, I've said that uh, every little twinge, neck ache or um, possibility of dry throat or sore throat or whatever, you're going to be looking for that now. Don't become a hypochondriac behind this, but understand you may have it. That's the worst part about all of this. Is that you don't know that you don't know. You don't know what you have and don't have. So, self-isolate because it makes sense. And there is no more hard-head Tea Party, uh, grassroots, libertarian-leaning individual out there than I am hurting the groups of people that I am associated with like hurting cats. You cannot do it. Oh, somebody going up the tree. Uh, Somebody's going down into the uh, manhole. Uh, There's one there is going under the house. Some have run into the house. They're running out of the house. It's like herding cats. Not that fond of cats personally. I'm not against people who are fond of cats. I'm just not fond of them. My daddy was not fond of them, and I'm not sure. I can't remember whether my granddaddy was fond of cats or not. I never saw any on the place, so I will um, mark that down as a no vote to cats. So I'm from at least three generations of men who did not like cats. Um, 
But, I mean, hey, if you like them, that's cool. I just don't care for them. But herding cats is what it's like when it comes to grassroots libertarian like types like me. And I get it as far as people not wanting to be told how to act and what to do um, with their lives and all that kind of thing. But I must reiterate to each and every one of you that this is not really about you. It's about your relationship to your fellow man. That's what this is about. This is not about you. It is about your relationship to your fellow man. So, my friends and um, those of you who listen to the show daily, I, I want to uh, drive that home. That it is about loving your neighbor. And that's something you choose to do. As you do yourself. That creates, no, not a utopian world. Because sometimes you will treat yourself bad. But it creates a world of uh, willing uh cooperation of people who are wanting to cooperate with one another, at least on the principle that I'm not going to try and harm you unless I have lost my mind. Because in the, the, the truth of the matter is that's the only time people actually harm themselves is when they have lost touch with themselves and the reality mental reality they've lost their minds they hurt themselves so there's no guarantee that uh you know you're not gonna get hurt but chances are you won't if i treat and treat my neighbor as i would myself i love my neighbor as i love myself and so we're being called upon during this coronavirus era because it will be one. It will change the way we approach one another from this point on. You watch and see. From this point on, it will change the way we approach each other. And that means something to people like me who are uh, touchers. I'm a toucher. I'm a hugger, you know, I'm, I'm that type of person. I like doing that. It's, uh, it's me. That's who I am. Um, that alters, that alters your style because you want to continue doing what you're doing. And if we enter an era of uh, germ warfare, virus warfare, that will alter the way you uh, approach other people, approach um, people you're normally 
very touchy with. As I said, I'm a toucher. I like to touch people. Yeah. You know, hug people. I like that. Part of who I am. But that is currently being altered for me. And I am saying that it makes sense for me to go along with that because I do love my neighbor as myself. And to leave it on a light note, I don't know if I slept strange or what, but um, there's a new paranoia that I'm sensing sweeping all of us. But of course, I have this somewhat of a crick in my neck, right? <laughs> What's the nagging thought that I'm having? Oh, my. <laughs> but no, I'm thinking that is just a muscle pull. But the nagging thought, maybe it's not. So, I'll report in to you as to what I'm thinking this time tomorrow. And you all, you take care of yourselves, but I certainly hope that you don't become hypochondriacs behind this. Help is on the way. And believe this, it's not in scripture, but believe this. Um, I believe that God helps those who attempt to help themselves. That's not in scripture, but it appears that it could be the truth. I want to thank him. I want to thank God for bringing us to a close of yet another day. I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL and may God bless and keep you all. Mm-hmm.